Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining my first podcast. Gonna tell you the truth, I am a little nervous. This is the first time I've I've been a guest before, but it's the first time I've hosted a podcast. My sponsors are Jennifer East and Mary Brotherson. Brotherson. And they are the founders of Be Unique, a company that has their hands in a little bit about a little bit of everything. And with a company called Be Unique, you've got to help me to be unique. One of the things that I would like for you to do is to help me title this podcast. But to do that, you have to know a little bit about me. Number one, I think if I came back, I'd come back as a bird. I have a thing about wings, because if you have wings, you could fly everywhere, all over the world, and I'd learn about different cultures, about the taste, about the music, the language, and come back to my family, to my own country, and I would teach as many people as I could about different cultures. I probably should have been an anthropologist. As a matter of fact, my business name is Wingspan Seminars. I'm a conflict resolution trainer and community activist, and I've been doing what I do for 40 years. So wings is key to me. Number two, is I'm extremely adventurous. I have uh, skydived, um, cold water rafting, ziplined in multiple countries, snow skied, uh, you name it, uh, flown in a, a hot air balloon. And everything is not about uh, um, just flying. And I'm not a daredevil, I'm adventurous. There is a difference. Uh, I remember challenging a teenager, he was a 17-year-old male, uh, to go to an escape room with me because I wanted to see the lights and we were running all over um, with the, in the dark and there was big um, uh, simulated boulders in the room that we would hide behind. And I challenged him, uh, it was a male, uh, and so, of course, he underestimated me. He thought, oh, this old lady, I got this. And uh, so he was a little cocky going in. But I was running and the adrenaline was going. And I think I was just in a better shape than he. And I was going to win no matter what. And I did. So all kind of adventures like that. Um, he beat me on the go-karts, though. Uh, I was I was terrible. I was slow. It looked like I was moving backwards. So all kind of adventures and, and travel. That's that's who I am. And number three, my theme this year is total transformation by 70, because I will turn 70 in November. So I am working on transforming my business, and I've just about finished the business goals because I've been involved with this transformation for uh, going on three years. It takes a long time to transform your business and to stop your old goals because uh, my primary goal for myself, because it's in all areas of my life, 
is self-care. I want a healthier um, me, and I am doing all that I can to leave room as I'm becoming older, leaving room for more travel and especially just silly fun and just enjoying my grandchildren and my girlfriends. I am married, so enjoying him also. So transformation is my third word. And um, saying self-care reminds me to tell you the format of this show is I will have a topic usually a guest every month. And then in two weeks between months, I'll have a live show. And during the live, my co-host will be Dr. Elizabeth Garcia. And she is truly a queen. Uh, She was queen of self-care. As a matter of fact, she has two crowns. Uh, And I'll let you tell about the other one. So I'm learning about self-care from her. Uh, I've actually taken some classes learning how to meditate, and I'm leaving enough time for me to meditate every morning, uh, to read every morning. I'm giving myself a two-hour block. I have a theme song. Um, So the self-care is very, very important, uh, aiming for just a healthier me. And uh, finally, I am winning that battle. But it's taken a couple of years to change bad habits and to transform uh, my household, myself, and my business. But I'll talk about that uh, on another day. But in two weeks, we're going to talk about today's podcast And we're going to talk about um, mothers' relationships with their adult children, male or female. And if there is an adult in your life that you have a relationship with, positive or negative, let's talk about that in two weeks. And you'll hear bits and pieces uh, that you'll want to piggyback on from this podcast, my relationship with my son. But let's get at it and let's invite him in. I've invited my son because he too is very adventurous and I learned some things about him uh, while we were in uh, New Orleans. Uh, he picked, he told me to pick any city in these United States and that he would join me there. Um, I live in Florida, he lives in Atlanta, and we would have, I thought, uh, one of the big adventures, and my definition of adventure is a something really big, something you're going to do that you're excited about doing, and I'm expecting the bakla bakla buka the buka and all of that, but his definition was not the same as mine, um, And so we're going to tell you about that, too. Hello, Ellis. Are you there? Can you hear me? Good day. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes. A little bit louder would be great. Okay. We'll work on that. I've invited you to be part of my first podcast because you two are adventurous. And, of course, I'm a little biased, but I think my son is brilliant and unusual in many, many ways, which you'll find that out. He is a very be unique person himself. Uh, So let's get to it and talk about it. First, 
tell the audience, um, what is your definition of adventures? Adventures, I, I would say, is probably something uh, that you're doing uh, that's potentially off the beaten path, a little outside of the norm and the common step uh, that probably has uh, some activity component to it and push you against maybe potentially some odds of a success or uh, achieving something or potentially not achieving something to, to make a memory in the attempt of actually doing something is probably what I would say uh, is an adventure, the attempt of going somewhere, the attempt of an activity that pits you against whether you'll be able to be successful at it. And actually, um, that's that fits my definition of adventure also. But I, one of the things is two things that I, I learned about him besides I love him a lot. Uh, and this just reinforced at the time that we've spent together uh, in New Orleans. But that also is my definition of adventure. And that's what I was expect, expecting. Um, but I learned that it was more about the experiences when we were in New Orleans, not one big adventure. So could you tell us um, first the experiences and then if you could tell us one or two of your um, biggest adventures or experiences that you've had because you've had some big ones too. So what is your definition of experiences first? Uh, where experiences, I, I believe, is probably a little bit more far-ranging in, in regards to contrast to adventure. You know, adventure, like I said, it's kind of that those odds against you if, for success and achieving and making that memory. Well, an experience can be something uh, in, in respect to what I like to do, something that's maybe off again the beaten path, but it's, it's something that you're, you're doing and partaking in, and it may not be against the odds. Going to a different kind of restaurant, trying new drinks, uh, traveling to an exotic location, um, eating an exotic food and, and comparing turkey burgers to kangaroo burgers to bison burgers to so on and so forth. Those things may be as much experiences more so than necessarily an adventure where you're taking in whatever it is that you're offering and enjoying the place, the atmosphere and so on and so forth can titillate your senses versus an adventure may be more of an activity that ultimately challenges you. And and what I learned, one of the things that I learned uh, in New Orleans, this was about experiencing uh, New Orleans and some of the things that he chose um, more than an adventure. So, and I've been to New Orleans before, but it was during the Essence Festival several times, but I really did not experience the city because the Essence Festival is excellent, especially once they added um, known speakers to it. So they were just excellent speakers. Um, and so this was about experiences. And another thing I learned about uh, from my son was that he is even more meticulous about planning the times and his experiences. He had everything written down in his, um, I, I think either a, a notebook or an iPad or something, everything was written down, where we were going, how much time it would take to get there. And all day was planned very meticulously. Uh, tell us then about... Um, 
your adventures? Could you explain maybe an adventure that really stood out to you? Uh, you could tell us about a couple of them, but one that really stood out to you. Um, I think the the list of things I want to do is probably longer than the things that I have done. Uh, so uh, which things are intriguing uh, depends on the person, but I've I've done skydiving and uh, taking fencing classes as well as trapeze uh, courses. Um, one of the more recent things that may stand out, um, sailplane uh, that I did that just before COVID. I took a sailplane flight where I went up and I actually learned and I flew a sailplane. So that's I never heard of sailplane flying. And explain that, please. Um, so sailplane, I so to explain, I, hopefully I say it in the best ways and best terms possible. So anybody that knows, please, you know, bear with me if I say something incorrectly. But the idea of being in a plane that's essentially one cockpit, two cockpit person, uh, plane that you get in and another plane that has an engine where your sailplane doesn't have an engine the plane with the engine pulls you and tows you into the sky and basically gets to a certain altitude and basically releases you so that you're able to basically fly uh, on your own no engine and steer and, and glide the plane riding for the most part the heat currents uh, that are being generated from the earth and going up so that you're catching those uh, waves those rising heat uh, temperatures and being able to ride them in different directions and across, you know, as far as you can. And, and you said without an engine, right? Correct, without an right. engine? Without an engine, so you're sailing you know, along the air currents up in the sky, gliding. Ugh, I don't know about that one. Um, and, and tell us, um, I remember one particular adventure that's on your list. Um, but I want you to tell about it. Um, one of the things that you're going to do, and we'll we'll talk about the others later. But uh, give us one that you that's been on your list for many many years, probably since you were a teenager, running with the bulls. Uh, yes, that's that's one definitely high on the list um, to do. And actually, I was really in p position to do so a couple. If you could talk ago. a little bit louder. Yes. Uh, Definitely. And a couple of years ago, I was actually already slated to do so. Um, and I had purchased the package and the, and the flights and the stay and the accommodations and everything. So running with the Bulls is one of those things that I've wanted to do that kind of fit into the experience as well as adventure in this case where, you know, go do something that's a little bit off the beaten path and a little bit of odds against you for success. I like to think not and also be doing some things that are fun that are maybe challenging to others, but just as an experience. So I definitely look forward to going to Pamplona um, as I wasn't able to execute on that trip. So that's definitely one of the things that's high again on the list for me to do uh, in the future and then hopefully in the approximate future, whereas I'll go run with the bulls uh, based upon, of course, like we said, research. And I'll probably even take a course to actually learn how to actually bullfight. That's one of the things I researched as well. So uh, um, You did say bullfighting, right? Running running with the bulls, that I'm ready for. He's been wanting to do that a long time. But the bullfighting, I didn't know was uh, part of it. It's like, oh, my gosh. That's one of those I would probably uh, hear about and cover my face and look through my fingers about. <laughs> um Tell me, tell me, uh, I've thought about it. If I could come back uh, reincarnated, 
uh, I would come back as as a bird so I could fly all over the world and learn about different cultures. If you could come back uh, as an animal uh, or some type of bird, uh, what would you come back as if you could choose? <laughs> so no cheating, uh, no pre-discussion in this. I would also probably come back as a bird. I've always had an affinity. I've learned as a child, I've read a lot about animals. And the ones that stood out, of course, um, for me were wild cats as well as birds, and particularly birds of prey. I've always um, been enamored with the idea of flight as a number of my adventures, activities, or experiences have to do with being in the air and flying. So definitely that idea of freedom has always been a worthy idea, of, to, worthy thing to pursue, to achieve, and being in the air and feeling it through your body and feeling it flow through your hair and so forth. Hence why I also um, I drive a, a, a motorcycle, a Triumph Bonneville, similar experience, just being able to go through that air and feel it is a level of freedom. So to your question, probably uh, a bird, bird of prey, maybe an osprey, hawk, or eagle, something of that nature. And and that's really interesting. And uh, you said the word worthy, and that's going to um, transition us <clears throat> right into um, New Orleans. So could you tell us about um, your your worthy website? Because this is where I learned uh, the differences that he means between adventures and experience, and it's, and it's tied into your your website. Um, could you tell us about your your website and the uh, word worthy? Why worthy? Okay, definitely. So I have a, a blog, a blog site that is under construction right now, just about done, uh, and the name of it is of all things worthy, and that's ultimately a blog that's in essence many pieces of me that just are things of interest to me that I think other people would also find interest of. And ultimately reviewing these things and talking about these things that they're my experience, highest level uh, for us, the things that are worthy. And ultimately for the audience and for the people that ultimately are willing to read such things to see if they feel those things are worthy amongst a number of categories from uh, glow trotting um, to gadgets, to actually film, to fragrances and, and fashion. So everything in between are things that I'm into um, so that ultimately I'm creating an opportunity for those that are Renaissance women or men to come and get an experience of somebody that's into a number of things like they may be. Or if you're a person that's just into one particular thing and want to learn more about it or get another opinion from somebody that's into a number of things, come and see what's worthy and see if it's worthy for you to try because I would like to think so. So come try and, and see what it's about and give me your feedback because I also have an opportunity for people to ultimately give feedback and potentially make suggestions for next things to test and put on the list of all things worthy. Uh, and I'm going to tell the audience, um, my son is a little off, a little off center Um and that's what I really <laughs> love about him. Yes, yes. Uh, a little different, a little unique. Uh, so one of the times that I visited uh, his family and my two granddaughters, uh, his activity for me was just visiting a couple of shops and smelling different fragrances. And we spent hours just um, 
us comparing fragrances and do I like the floral type or the other type or the strong type and colognes and colognes. And I was surprised at how long we spent uh, doing that and that he was really into that. But one of your worthy boxes uh, is about fragrances that he hadn't told me about uh, um, the website at that time. So I thought that was very, very unusual. And I enjoyed that because that's something that uh, a young man especially would not normally do with his mother. And you said there is a, um, a blog part of that that uh, you'll at some point be able to invite uh, your audience or the visitors to actually interact with you and be able to give their opinions about also. Is that correct? With, with the All Things Worthy? Uh, yes, the, the idea that they'll have uh, opportunity to subscribe and get notifications, of course, is when I'm putting something new up, but that they'll also be able to actually give some feedback and actually give some input in regards to some of the things they've read and the ideas. Hopefully they'll give some proposals just as well, because, you know, a lot of this stuff is subjective or objective, depending on your perspective, but be able to give their feedback and suggestions as far as, okay, try this next, this place to visit, this next adventure, this activity, this food, and so on and so forth, including fragrances, because there's such a wide range of fragrances out there. So I, as that is an example, yes, I would love for, you know, the audience and followers or participants to participate and say, hey, we see that you like vanilla fragrances or gold mines or so on and so forth, that we have this one over here that you might want to try. Or Tell us what you think about it just as well. Same thing with everything else as far as movies, travel, and so forth. And uh, that leads us right into New Orleans because um, uh, I won't say he tricked me, but he surprised me because I thought maybe we were going to go around smelling fragrances. But instead, uh, a couple of the areas um, were cocktails, uh, and we'll get to that but also hamburgers. And I didn't know that you were going from city to city trying hamburgers. And it was so interesting. I think we went to a place called um, Brown Butter. Um, and I ordered, I could eat breakfast at any given moment. We were just raised that way in, in uh, my, my mom and dad's home. Um, so I'm ordering the waffles and chicken and they were the best that I've ever had. And it was a nice crunchiness in it. And uh, one of the pieces that I'll probably play was the waiter uh, actually gave us a, a, a video of him uh, explaining how it was cooked. It was just the best. And then I glanced at my son who ordered a hamburger and he, he was so serious looking at this hamburger with a scowl on his face. And so I realized that he was studying the hamburger, uh, the presentation of it and everything. So could you tell us about you and this hamburger thing, trying hamburgers? Could you tell us about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um <clears throat> So as I, you know, go to different places and, and experience these cities and these locales, uh, one of the things that I kind of put in place to kind of have a gauge of the experiences is, is the food, the drink um, that we may experience in addition to an activities there and making those memories worth remembering is that 
I try to look up and research uh, the best burger spots allegedly in the city uh, and area and ultimately compare potentially their turkey burgers or their bison burger or whatever particular burgers they have and use as a gauge to always get a burger. Same thing with a drink. I always go and research restaurants, research bars, and I find a place that's places, I should say, that are high in regards in that city and go and try their Always a French connection or a sidecar, a drink of choice, uh, no cherries, no straw. Try that and try their burgers, and I kind of compare that. So, yeah, you saw me probably in a far more serious moment than I ever realized <laughs> using that to take in it in. two weeks, mm-hmm. uh, you, I'm going to have, uh, I'm going to send Mary a picture of me, um, of you, looking, studying this hamburger because I looked up and I was so surprised that he was studying a hamburger. But it was interesting too because uh, he did take me cocktail hopping and we went um, from places like uh, Bourbon Street, which is like the way I've explained it uh, on Facebook, was like a South Beach on steroids. It was mm-hmm. so many people there uh, dressed in very tight clothes, showing their breastuses and <laughs> uh, very short skirts and all of that. Mm-hmm. It, it really was like on steroids because there were so many people um, there. And it was uh, a much larger place than South Beach. So it gave you more places to go, including um, places for entertainment. And so we went from Bourbon Street all the way to just the opposite. Um, For an example, we went to the Wardoff Astoria, uh, which didn't have entertainment, but we tried cocktails all along the way for multiple nights. And um, I do drink, but I'm not a drinker. Sometimes mm. I'll drink water and people so will say. swear that, uh, listen to him, so you say. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I do drink, but I, I don't, I'm not a lush and I don't get drunk. So sometimes I'll drink water when I go to places and people would s- swear I'm drunk, but I'm just having a great time with the company, with friends, and and I do get giddy, and I know how to have silly fun. And so sometimes I won't even order a drink, maybe a ginger ale or something. But we went from one gamut to the next, and I learned um, all those different types of places and what a carousel uh, bar is. So um, Ellis, will you tell us about your background uh, with with drinking or drinks, and uh, why you chose that particular and the and the places that you chose twenty twenty one um, amendment twenty first amendment on Bourbon Street was wonderful with this entertainment. But uh, tell us your background about that. I had never been to a carousel bar uh, about the bars and cocktails. Um, so the background is a professional aspect from having been a bartender um, early on and definitely at Clark Atlanta University while I was there, I began bartending. So there was the official education and getting that license, but definitely being an on-campus, off-campus uh, libation chemist started even before I got that license. Um, and just the idea and the concept of enjoying a company of friends and enjoying the idea of people enjoying themselves. So 
So the idea of, of uh, libations, it coming into play and releasing people's securities and allowing them to open up and be a little bit more lively in the environment and, and free to enjoy themselves. I've always had that component when it comes to getting together. So that's also been something that is a part of making experiences and seeing things and doing things that are worthy is going up to a place and trying their drinks and researching and ultimately seeing who has the, you know, the top drinks here and then going and doing so, which is what we did. I think one of the places that stood out is, of course, like you said, 21st Amendment, as well as the carousel, carousel bar that is ultimately a carousel uh, within the actual lounge. And ultimately, it spins around just like at a carnival while you're getting drinks poured. And they have, of course, the band that was there. So that was a great experience to check out, to have, again, a, a memory worth remembering. And that, okay, this is something kind of unique that you can put in the actual databanks for referring back to. And I had never um, experienced a carousel bar. And it was huge. And it was going around. And even the different types of um music and going to the Wardoff that did not have any entertainment at all, but it was huge and absolutely beautiful with large murals. But uh, at the Carousel Bar, that was actually in um, a, a similar hotel in that it had the very large chandeliers uh, in the hallways, and we'll show you some pictures of those uh, in two weeks with uh, uh, Elizabeth Garcia also, but uh, it had the big band sound in that particular hotel. So the music was very different from uh, 21st, what was it, 21st Amendment? Yes, 21st Amendment. Mm -hmm. Which had a very, very small band and one lead uh, singer. Uh, you remember her name? She was she was really excellent. Um Last name Rice. Rice I want to say yeah. Shauna, but it wasn't Shauna Rice. It was something a little bit more unique than Shauna, Sean Lay Rice, something like that. I can come back. I can make sure you get that. Yeah. But she was yeah. very good, very entertaining. It makes part of the experience in, in doing that and going she to such great. places. Yep, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's always a great part of things just as well, where you can, you know, embody music. That's one of those things that's a language that is across the world that regardless of what you speak, the understanding of music comes into play no matter where you are, what's your background. When the right tune hits a person, it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, we can come join together. So that's always a great component, that music, that drink, and good food. I think everybody can come together around that as far as an experience and memories being made. And, and we did. Absolutely. We did. Absolutely. It, it was, Absolutely. It was a great experience. Um can you share anything that uh, I think I've already shared it that you learned about me that was new to you? Well, I've known you all my life, so I don't know how much um, newness there was, and we've been uh, pretty close throughout that time. So I don't, I don't know if it's much newness, but just more maybe confirmation and affirmation that uh, yeah, I, I am your child, and you are my mother from the standpoint that we have common threads that even as we've grown. I've grown into adulthood, uh, we've grown closer in being able to enjoy some of the similar experiences. Like I think you've noted, you're very adventurous, though you may have your line somewhere in there that may be different from mine, but ultimately you're an entrepreneur and adventurous, and ultimately we're able to do such things short of dad or my you know, sister and so on, where it's just us, 
not that they wouldn't enjoy it, but we're able to come together as family and enjoy our experiences ever so often. And that's our slice that time. So again, just affirmation that we found things that we can do and probably do it annually, if not biannually together. So to answer your question, the affirmation and confirmation that we are blood and not just of blood, but of enjoying similar things in life. And it's two people I want to mention. Um, when, when, Ellis was in uh, Chicago and my brother and his wife, Warren <laughs> and Tina were there. Uh, they came out of a saying, yep, that's your son. That's Priscilla's son because he had everything mapped out with or without us uh, where they were going to go. And uh, they said they came out of the hotel one day and you happen to be passing uh, on the sidewalk going somewhere. And you said, come on, let's go. And you had it all all mapped out, what you're going to do, where you're going to go. And they tried to hang with you. And uh, they had a great time. But they said, yep, that's your son. I have to mention them because they still talk about that. Um, but I have to remember uh, Michael Bell, Ellis's third grade teacher, uh, a wonderful person. And I remember as um, he decided initially that you had to be gifted and he called you a walking encyclopedia because at that time you were so into animals, especially uh, different types of uh, cats. But uh, he, he called you a walking encyclopedia. And I think you have continued that in your life because I think you're well they can see behind you you have a, a plethora of books and you really do read them and um, so do I. I have a picture of him in front of my library in my house and so Michael Bell he was the one that uh, Mr. Bell. yeah Mr. Bell he was the one that uh, realized first that uh, you were gifted, and I really appreciate that about him. And you've continued along those lines. Now tell me, given the life that you have now, which is already uh, pretty exciting, and, and you've given me my um, daughter-in-law and granddaughters, um, what would you want to be remembered as if uh, um, one thing that people that you could choose to be remembered by or about, what would you choose for people to remember you in your life? That maybe shouldn't be heavy, but that's such a significant thing. It kind of is heavy. Um, remembered for and, and enjoying the camaraderie of family and friends. I, I'm very much uh, about that and enjoying the experience of us coming together. I, I, um, enamored uh, with my my children and and the experience and seeing the light in them when I give them things and do things with them and just the same when I'm with friends I think goes along with being worthy and of all things worthy enjoying giving people the opportunity to enjoy these things that I enjoy whether it's movies we talk about movies we talk about drinks uh, talk about readings talk about travel you know so on and so forth adventurous activities skydiving hang gliding and, and bringing that to people so I think just that I enjoy idea of enjoying Ellis enjoys the the coming together and, and providing good life experiences with this family and those closest to them, and potentially those beyond as I move forward of all things worthy. 
Thank you so much for being my first guest and especially for inviting me uh, to go to New Orleans with you and just to experience New Orleans in a very different uh, way, the experiences and the adventures. Yes, there is a line, there is a difference. And uh, you helped me to experience, uh, yeah, to experience New Orleans. And I appreciate that. And uh, if you would tell the uh, listeners one more time how they could uh, get in touch with you or uh, how they could follow your different experiences. Um, could you tell them that again, please? Oh, yes, of all things worthy.com is probably going to be the, the ideal place. And that is of all things worthy.com. No special spellings, just those words literally. Uh, that's the site that's being constructed. It should be up and running soon. There's going to be a place, an opportunity, I would like to believe that we're going to put in there for you to give feedback and ultimately see potentially the next thing and potentially even assist with the next thing and saying, hey, try this. Um, definitely in the future as well, look out for some the expansion of that concept and some things i may do not to let too much out of the bag as it's something i'm holding close to the chest uh, but a, a passion project and making there a potential video component that the people will be able to interact with we're ultimately also giving these experiences to other people that also may have a humanitarian aspect of it combined with the experience mm. and adventure aspect to it so maxwell epic that's that's what i'll say about that now and look for it there's more to come. Maybe uh, mm -hmm. after six months or a year, I'll have you back so we could hear some Indeed. of your uh, other activities that he's connecting to uh, all things worthy. And it's of all things worthy. Correct. Is that right? Of, of, of all, all things, things worthy. worthy. And to the audience, thank you for joining me. And remember, I'm going to extend it for a day or two. So you could send me your title for this with uh, adventures, wings, travel, transformation to info at wingspanseminars.net. Send me your titles and uh, whoever's title will be selected will get $50 cash. Uh, one of my books, 99 Conflicts to Avoid, and you'll get an ad of your choice in my next newsletter. Thank you so much. This is Priscilla Dame signing off. Thank you again, Ellis, for joining me for my first podcast. Thank you for having me. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Love.